0: Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Cued Up.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Cued Up. Um, or as we're calling it, all quarantined up. Uh, with me always is my buddy. I'm sorry. I'm Greg Dietz. I'm not in the right headspace. And with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing? <laughs> Having a
0: better day than you are, apparently.
1: Yeah. How you? How you
0: doing?
1: I'm all right. <laughs> Things could be better. But apparently social media means a lot more than I thought it did.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's great for communication i guess <laughs>
1: i suppose so that's my water not me peeing um
0: he's a liar everyone he is totally peeing he's just like you know what i i'm just going to hang out here i've got a bucket next to me i'm not going to leave my room and i'm just going to pee in this bucket that's what he's doing <laughs> he's gross
1: well we have a uh, other than me peeing apparently we have a guest on um, this poor, this poor gentleman has, uh, had the, the, the mispleasure of, uh, doing the podcast with us today,
2: <laughs> How are you doing, Matt? not too bad fellas, uh, Greg, it's always, uh, darkest before dawn, my friend.
1: I hope so. I really do. I'm not going to specify what's going on cause it's very personal, but we did talk about it beforehand and, uh.
0: I'm just going to put it out there Greg got his fucking herpes test back and he tested extremely Gosh, positive.
1: I said I did not want to fucking talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I know, God.
0: But I'm here for you. It's a livable thing. It's very treatable herpes these days.
1: Um Well, Jesus.
2: Yeah, you follow that.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I was like I don't know if I can defend it or if I just go with it and be like yeah, I guess I have herpes now anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, like 80% of the people that have herpes don't even know they have it. So, you know, you know, it's okay. It's not anything to
2: be ashamed of. This is how we live now, Greg.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm not here to herpes shame you.
1: It's a new world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lord! <laughs> I can't even yes. And to this conversation because I'm just not like thinking right. Oh oh man. It's funny. Um, Well, uh, Matt, how are you? How are you been?
2: I uh, can't complain, you know, hanging in there, trying to make muddle through this as best as humanly possible. You know, uh, trying to keep busy, trying to keep sane. Sometimes I succeed at one and not the other. Sometimes I fail at both, and sometimes I succeed at both. So it's uh you know, it is what it is. I'm trying to yeah, keep my head over, head above water.
1: Yeah, that's,
2: <laughs> you know,
1: that's all I'm trying <laughs> to do too. I get that. I know We're that not... uh, playing uh, playing some games have been very uh, distracting to that.
2: Yeah, I've uh, been playing Grand Theft Auto Online and i I don't know if I enjoy it or don't. I really
1: <laughs> that was my reaction when it first came out <laughs> have i ever have I ever told my story about that game when it first came out? No, <laughs> so I was super fucking excited for it. I was like, oh my God, grand Theft Auto with my friends in the open world just doing whatever we want first off, that game didn't work for a week, maybe more than yeah. maybe more than a week um and I remember. Like trying to trying to play it, and as soon as it went live, I got in. I created a character, got a car, did did a couple things. I was all excited about it. Played some, played some matches or whatever. And then uh, and then after that, I, I went and did something. I don't know if I went to work or did something. I don't remember what I did. But, um, uh, when I came back later that night to play with my friends, they were they were all in playing it. Yeah. All of a sudden my entire character was gone. Oh no. Yeah, not saved or anything. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And I went online, I went on to like various websites trying to figure what was going on. And it was like they they just fucked it, like it fucked up real bad. And um, when I was uh, when I was trying to figure out what to do. It was just like, well, there's nothing you can do. You can keep trying to create a character, but if it keeps like deleting or not going to the game, like, sorry. And it was like a whole week that it didn't work, a whole Ugh. week. So by the time I got back into it, um, it uh, I was so disappointed by what it was. Like, it was some matchmaking stuff with with a few races and some shooting, like, right. About a week after it came out, I got I just bored and I stopped playing it. Um, And then it fucking like then they came out with like make your own stuff, and all the YouTubers in the world were just like forever with this, and people were doing that. And then the fucking the uh, the the role players got a hold of it. Yeah, and they started doing their own servers I was like, good lord, this game is never going to die because of this shit. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't it's, deserve it's, to die. They've, they've, they've done a lot with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still going strong. I know uh, Jose, he's been playing a lot of it recently. And, Matt, you said you've been playing it recently. I only yeah. played the online part just a little bit with a former roommate of mine, a buddy of mine. Uh, his his nickname, we, we called him Sea Monkey uh, because when he was younger – uh, he was a little chubby in his cheeks, and he looked like one of the fucking illustrations from mon- the life of a sea monkey from the old comic books. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he's an awesome dude, and he was like, Create a character," and I was like, "All right." And we come, I I got in the game, and we're we're tooling around, we're running around, fucking shit up, and he's showing me some cool stuff, and we're having a blast. And then we're riding around in a fucking convertible, and he's just like, "I'm gonna sit here and stop this stoplight," you know. I'm like, well, how are you stopping? He's like, I got to do something. And he sits his controller down. We're stopped at a traffic light in game. And this dude rolls up to us and looks over at us. He just drops a grenade on my nuts and blew us all to hell because the top (laughs) was down. And I was like... Man, that would be a shitty way to (laughs) go—a grenade to the nuts—and that's pretty much what 2020 has been so far—a grenade to the nuts.
2: (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I like, you know, I resolve, you know, I'm going to get back to work, you know, after my injury, I'm going to really hit PT hard and this and that, and then it—it's like, here's my plans. It's a, you know, a 747 plane, and there's the World Trade Center, and
1: oh my god. Like, there you go. Fuck.
2: There
1: you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's the same for me. Like, I, I, I've I been trying to get my credit started for a long time because I never have. Yeah. i had opportunities, but something always came up or something changed. And um, so finally this year, I got it started. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to really fucking crack down on our diet and really like yeah. make it work. And then I was doing it. It was working. And then everything <laughs> happened. And I was just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs>
2: well <laughs> well it's it's hard to you know like you see the world literally fucking crumbling apart and you're just like okay like i you know what i i i need a potato chip you know i i need i need i need some like fatty nonsense so i can <laughs> make it through cuz everything is so fucking bleak yeah <laughs> you know yeah uh, this week's no
0: exception with uh, recent happenings. Uh, I don't want to get into specifics about that, but goddamn, it just makes me angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: being, being angry this year uh, seems to be the uh, the motif with a lot of things going on because uh, there's a lot of um, bullshit. So okay. yeah,
0: yeah. So. What are some of the things, aside from video games, that you guys are doing to cope with all the fucking madness that...
1: I watched Upload. Has... Upload? Have you guys heard of Upload? No.
0: I'm not familiar with Upload. What uh, is Upload?
1: It's a comedy on Amazon Prime that basically is like... uh <laughs> It's basically if they took an entire concept episode of of Black Mirror and made it into a 10-episode comedy. Um, oh, Jesus. So, yeah. So, in the future, uh, we have a technology that allows you to be... Your entire consciousness to be uploaded to a um, digital realm to be... Realm? A, what's realm. 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 Uh, 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 to basically live your afterlife. Um, you are, at that point, a series of code. But you still have your consciousness, so you're still you as best as they programmed it to be. Um nope. It's kind of a nightmare scenario where like when he gets first uploaded into the system because he's put in there very young, he like gets into a car crash which doesn't make any sense cuz all the cars drive automatically. Um He's dying, and they're like, well, we can go and try and save your life, but you might not live, or we can just upload you. And his girlfriend is like, upload? We'll just upload right now. And so they put him in a room, and there's, like, this giant tube above his head with lights on it. Yep. Like the plate starts to spin, and, as and like, as his uh, girlfriend and mom are standing and watching in the mirror, or not mirror, but the window, uh, the machine doesn't just, like absorb the consciousness it completely digitizes your entire head leaving you a headless corpse
2: oh okay
0: <laughs> yeah and so he, well, I mean he, what are you going to do with your head at that point anyway I mean yeah, let's be fair it's complex um,
1: to me it was really funny because he starts to stand up yelling I like I've changed my mind or something like that to mm-hmm. which they watch his head gets completely like taken off and his mom and girlfriend are behind the, the glass is screaming um <laughs> Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, when he's uh, when he's being put into the program, um, the woman there's there's a woman that they're called angels, and they're the ones who kind of help with the 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 rigors of afterlife, if you will. Uh, but she's yeah. just somebody who lives her day to day life while working in a basically a tech building. Um, so she's looking at this guy. She's she's finding pictures of him on social media and other things like that, and she constructs the best version of him that will work for the program. Um, And one of the funny things is that there was a tuft of hair on the side of his head that kind of stuck out. She went to erase it and then put it back thinking it was like a little trademark sort of thing. It It totally wasn't. He like would try to fix it, but the program kept making it go back. (laughs) Um, But one of the things that immediately happened when he first like went into uh, the, the, upload area was he was, uh, he was very upset about his death and was laying in the bed, started to cry. And uh, as he is crying, um, uh, she wants him to go to sleep. So she literally just makes him go to sleep with like a stroke of her finger. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's very black mirror ish. Yeah. Um, But then like the funny parts are like, uh there there's just a lot of sitcom-y stuff in the in the show um the the people that are in the 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 same digital space um basically like I don't want to get too specific cuz that's that is spoiler territory so I'm trying to think of what I can and can't say in terms of it but yeah it's just it's just it's just funny in that regard but it always right. it, uh it made me laugh that this was a future that you would see in a black mirror episode like a black mirror could take the same exact concept and make it a horror thing.
2: Yeah, but sounds sounds like it could be interesting.
1: It's fun. It's very funny. Um, I mean, there's there are some jokes that I was like, okay, that was dumb. But you're gonna get that with any comedy. I feel like.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare. I feel like for you know, even like the, those touted comedies that you know they don't even not even so much a bad joke but just a bad episode you know um i yeah, can think of Soprano like, lands right even even like people tout sopranos and it's like okay like i can think of you know quite a few episodes that are not good you know you know um, i've never
1: away. i've never watched the first episode of that i never i've, I've never watched any sopranos
2: really that's surprising that's surprising.
1: Um, um, it was just it was it was on HBO. I didn't have HBO at the time, and I felt like when after it ended, I was just it was past the time to really like get into it because it felt like a show that was of its time. Oh like, yeah. I don't really feel like it's necessary to tell people like you should watch Game of Thrones now because to me that was a show that was like you watched it when it was on and you got to talk to people as it went on, um, right but i would tell people now to watch like breaking bad or uh you know last avatar or sorry last airbender gosh i
2: i'm tr- i'm trying to get i'm try that first episode is a tough one
1: for last oh, Airbender.
2: No. yeah yeah the first episode i'm just like I, I, where is this going i know everybody loves it and i'm just trying to i'm trying to find that that shared love you know what i mean
1: I I get it. I just I'm I'm kind of I, maybe I have to go back and watch the first episode because I'm I'm not remembering it being bad. But
2: it's it's See, really that's... it's, <clears> it's <throat> not that it's bad. It's it's that it's real. Like it it definitely hits that like Nickelodeon kids you know vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's real, kitty. It. And I and I know it. I know it evolves. But it's just like oof
1: It evolves quickly too, from what I remember. Like there's some stuff that happens very early on in the first season that is very adult. Mm. Um, the second season is where the show, like I think is its best, but the show also has like the, one of the most satisfying fucking endings ever. Like it's, I, I don't know. I also watched that show when I was an adult. Like it's not that old.
0: <laughs> yeah. How, right. how many seasons does it run? Three. It's three seasons. Oh, okay. That's not terrible.
2: I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars mark, and I'm having, you know, I I watch Clone Wars. I watch a couple episodes and some arcs. I'm like, oh, that was a, that was amazing. Like, I get what people are saying. And then I'll watch another arc, and I'm like, ugh. Like, really? I
0: have been struggling with Clone Wars because I never watched it when it was on. Yeah, and same. I, there are lots of things about the Clone Wars cartoon you know and i'm i've still never made it through the first season it's everything i didn't like about the prequels amped up to 11 yeah um and the guy that does the fucking last time on clone wars (laughs) yeah i hate that shit it's like nails on a chalkboard
1: i think i want to say to
0: me and it pulls me out of it And I just struggle, and everybody's like, oh, Clone Wars is great, and Rebels is great. And I was like, yeah, I can't. I'm not one of those people who can just jump into, well, just watch these episodes. I can't skip ahead because, oh, well, you can piece things together. You can keep up. No, I want to know everything. Right. Uh,
1: and, Um, And. one of the things for me about like a, a show like let's say Steven Universe, I don't know if you guys have watched that one, but
0: I've not, but I've heard great and wonderful things from you and others, and that is I have it in show. my. It's another I have show it that my cue to watch.
1: Um, that I feel like would be another show that they, oh, the the f- first few episodes are a bit of a slog, just because they are very Cartoon Network kiddie. You know, they're trying to right. attract those kids. Um, it's literally like, I want to say at the end of, not even the end of season one, like halfway through season one of five seasons, it's like, oh, no, nope, we've changed. We shifted our entire tone. <laughs> Cause I don't know if you've heard the entire, like, I, I don't want to spoil it.
0: It's a- yeah. Don't, don't, don't spoil it. I know you've, you've told me things that have actually Piqued my interest, and also things about Adventure Time that have piqued my interest. That
1: uh, well, the thing that piqued my interest about Adventure Time is that it's post-apocalyptic. Which, yeah, which is a spoiler, technically. Um, the the thing I don't—I—I've
2: tried with Adventure Time too. That animation, I can't—I can't handle it. <laughs> I can't handle that—that that, like way over the top, goofy, like you know, it—it—I it, don't know. I—I've tried. And I've seen episodes where I was like, oh, that was decent. But it's like, but that animation,
1: what the fuck? I get that. I, I, yeah. I've said it before on this podcast that I'm not a big fan of like that rubber animation from the uh, like Tom and Jerry cartoons in the 70s.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Tom and Jerry was before the 70s. But yeah, I get what you're saying. No,
1: well, yes, but it wasn't. The earlier cartoons weren't the same as like the 70s Tom and Jerry's.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. The ones that came later.
1: Yeah. Um, so I get you not liking an animation style. I totally get that. But um the, yeah, the thing for me with Adventure Time was I was at a party of some kind and somebody was like, Yeah, like it's it's post-apocalyptic, like it takes place after all the humans are dead and whatnot. I was like, What the fuck? You're like, so, whoa. Yeah, so I went and watched a shit ton of episodes and I got really into it, but then like, the show was like going this route that I thought was really cool, and then it shifted to a route that I didn't think was that cool, so I have still haven't finished that show. Uh. Steven Universe was different for me. Steven Universe has some stuff in there that really kind of tackles uh, mental illnesses that mm-hmm. younger people might have. Um, and there was actually a specific episode that kind of helped me with some anxiety that I was having at the time. Long story, well, short, yeah. Long story short, there was a um, I was part of a group called Half Empty Energy Tank. I'm still friends with a lot of those people, and um, I posted a thing on on Facebook. Uh, it seems like Facebook gets me in a lot of trouble. Um, I posted a thing on Facebook that that's, that was a a picture of uh, Riri Williams, who was going to become Ironheart in the Marvel comics. And I just thought it was kind of interesting. I didn't say if I thought it was cool or not. Cause I haven't read the fucking comics. I didn't know. Right. So a couple friends who do read the comics made, made comment. Um, I had conversations with them. And then a friend of mine made a joke. He was like, he says, uh, Oh, leave it to Marvel to put another black woman in iron. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. It was clearly a joke, right? Clearly. Yeah. A joke. This guy got this this guy who was friends with the half empty group were, was very upset by it. Oh, I remember this now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh um I had a conversation with the guy. I'm I'm specifically not naming him for reasons. Um I don't think it's fair to throw him under the bus for this, but uh I had a long conversation with him about it. And he was basically saying that I was a Nazi th- sympathist, that I was a racist sympathizer. Okay. I was Like, it was a joke, a pretty good one at that. <laughs> um, and, uh, he, uh, I was, he, he like, he made it a, such a huge deal that it got back to the guy who ran the half empty group. And, um, I was and because they were friends. I was really worried that they were gonna they were gonna kick me out. You're right after I had already gone to North Carolina once and gone to Magfest in Maryland, like it was, a, it was a big deal for me, and I met everybody and it was a great time. I thought that this situation was gonna cause that a new problem. Um, right. I tried to make amends. I tried to fix it. And it just nothing worked. Nothing mattered. So I was just like, okay, well, I guess it's just a thing, huh? And um. Later, I talked to the guy who runs it, and he's like, "I'm not going to kick you out. Like, you've expressed your situation, you've expressed what's going on, and if he tries to start anything at Magfest, like the the uh, the on-site counselor will, it, like, she's already taken your side on it." Because right. he, I was like, "Okay," and uh, um, nothing happened. Nothing came of it at all. Like, it it just kind of went away. Why did I bring this up? What was the other point we were making? Social media. There was a reason that I brought this up. We were talking about something else.
2: Bad animation.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we started out talking about Facebook getting you in trouble. Um, it seems to be a
2: theme.
1: Yeah, there was something I there was a reason that I brought the story up because I didn't it didn't it was completely off topic and I'm now I'm drawing a complete blank you <laughs> pocket listeners are gonna be like what the fuck were they what is happening?
2: <laughs> it's the Roni. No shit. Um
1: no it was Greg has
0: was, more issues than herpes. We just didn't want to put it out there, everybody.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> you know what? Jokes aren't fucking funny, Josh. How about that?
0: Well, I beg to differ. I find myself to be hilarious. <laughs> starting to sound like my buddy E. e. Prime over there.
2: Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: Love that dude so much. That's,
1: that's going to kill me. I am like racking my brain going, why did I bring up that story? I don't know. Anyway.
2: was it? Was it- I'm sorry,
1: gosh- What's that?
2: Was it being ostracized from a group? You you were afraid that you so you were just you're afraid that you were gonna kind of get kicked out for something that wasn't actually like serious.
1: maybe because <laughs> we were talking about cartoons. We were talking about different cartoons. Adventure Time
0: animation. You know, not digging the style, post apocalyptic settings, and somehow. It landed on that, and I don't know how.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It, ADD folks, it's just a kind t- of ADD. How about that?
2: It happens. <laughs> it happens.
1: Uh, back to back to animation. I. Uh... Oh, that's what it was. Back to there. We go. I got it, guys. There was an episode of Steven Universe that helped mm. me get over the anxiety of that situation. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's that's what it was. <laughs> Got I kind
0: of want. I kind of want the fucking little chime. Dun, 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 dun. NBC's "The More <laughs> You Know" coming into play now. <laughs> little <laughs> rainbow. Yeah, well, you edit the show. Oh, that's that's work. <laughs> Everybody on three, two, one. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there, they got it. <clears throat> yeah. <they're laughs>
1: Oh, I just feel like maybe context has a lot to do with a story. (laughs) So like, no,
0: no, you know, that's something that we were talking about off air, you know, a discussion that uh, a friend and I had yesterday. And a lot of people that weren't following along the discussion completely missed the point that he was making with his narrative. Context is important. Not everybody knows what's going on in a given situation. So, yeah. You know, it's basically, when you're putting information out there, try to give the most complete and accurate depiction as possible to try to avoid conflict, potentially. So. Yeah. Because we've all had our shares of conflict online.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think you you lose, like, you know, you can make a joke to somebody and, it you know, just by tone, tone is lost you know what i mean like all you're reading is script and if you want to read a a comment in like the worst possible light because that's that's the mindset you're in then you're gonna you're able to do it and you're able to justify it you know i i yeah
0: you know a, 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 you have a, a conversation with
2: somebody you know yeah
0: A friend of mine just recently—he had uh, people just started trolling. uh, A certain individual started trolling his uh, comments on one of his uh, several of his videos on his YouTube channel or in his uh, community tab. I can't remember. Yeah, his community tab, and it carried over onto Facebook. And then finally, the dude broke down and made a video addressing it. He was like, look, I'm directing my answers. If you read it in an angry tone, that says more about you than it does me. Right. Just because something is direct, it doesn't necessarily mean someone is angry. You know, especially yeah. Especially in these days, people are busy. People are doing things, you know, and if they're responding to something on their phone they're naturally going to try to save time. Things are going to come across as blunt. Sometimes that's not the individual so much as it is just somebody trying to save time. People need to back off, quit getting hurt. Yeah.
1: The, the, uh, the overreactions is, I think something that is, is always interesting to me to see on, especially social media. Now, like I, uh, There's a comedian that I follow on Twitter. She's written for a bunch of sitcoms, including late night TV and whatnot, but she's hilarious. And she posted the other day. uh, Her name is Sarah Beatty. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I think her name is at at, at Nacho Sarah or Sarah Nacho or something like that. Mm -hmm. But she posted the other day. um, (laughs) She goes, Happy Memorial Day to everybody except for our cunts or a cum stain of a president or cum rag of a president. And uh, I
0: mean that's just a fucking detriment to comrades Yeah, I mean <laughs>
2: have, have a little bit of have, have a little re- bit of respect for your semen receptacle.
0: That, that's the joke about uh, I'm it. sorry, I, man. There's just a lot of fucking stiff socks right now that had their feelings hurt because of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh gross. Just fucking break that in half to put it in the fucking washer. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Let me fold this. <laughs> I, I, I
0: got to say, man, you know, post amputation PA, the timeline that we're currently living in, my jizz socks just
2: doubled overnight.
1: It's God. great. Cool. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs>
2: so you're saying they're multiplying on their
0: own? Hey, yeah. I didn't have to get them wet or anything.
2: have they they reached have they uh, become sentient
0: not yet I'm trying though (laughs) Um. could you imagine that a sentient little army of just fucking jizz socks marching down the sidewalk and they're organized (laughs)
2: like sorcerer's apprentice only much much worse
0: yeah yeah (laughs) There's some Fantasia 2020 shit right there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Greg's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, is where going did this on? go?
1: because <laughs> uh, I was sitting there thinking, like, why am I doing this podcast? That was my thought. <sighs> it's the best joke that I got.
0: It's Because okay. it's a lot stronger. <laughs>
1: I uh, there was there's a point that I was gonna make earlier, but then we got off onto a joke. Oh, that was the, it. Sarah Bean's Sarah comment. Yeah. The one that the one that I thought was interesting was a guy was like, rent free, meaning that Trump is living in her head rent free because she tweets a joke regarding Trump almost daily. To which my response was like, he's the president of the United States. The fact that you know. First off, he's not living in anyone's head rent-free, considering we pay his fucking wages. Right. Um, but also, like, he's running the country. <laughs> Would you also say that the, you know, the House and the center are living in my head rent-free, motherfucker? Oh, I was like, oh, Lord. And then he was just like, he came back with, like, the dumbest joke. And, like, I was like, wow, okay, cool. I thought I was talking to somebody somewhat intelligent. I was wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Well, I've had that happen.
0: I, I think it's... I think intelligence. it's intelligence. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Go. It's okay, no, button. it's
2: all right. Um, I, I think it's funny, you know, talking about social media now. Uh, Trump's all up in arms, and I know we're not trying to get political about the about Twitter. You know, this, Twitter. Yeah, the, this, there's an
1: executive order coming down today. <laughs> this is yeah. This is yeah. This is not necessarily political as it is just ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's like, what? what? And don't don't worry, Matt. We've we've talked about stuff like this on the show before. It's yeah. It's absurd. Like if he tries to limit if he legitimately if his if his executive orders is trying to limit um, what can be said on social media or or what the fuck ever he's doing, it's literally against the constitution.
0: Yeah, like, it's literally against the thing that he is claiming that they're doing. The man's a toddler. He's a petulant fucking toddler that doesn't understand how shit really works.
2: Let's be yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge Obama fan. Like I think he, he did a lot of good things. There's a lot of questionable things, but I also, having said that, I'll also say that, you know, that that's a tough office to hold. You know what I mean? And I I don't, I don't think you're coming out of that office clean. You know what I mean? No, Um, no. But I remember Obama would tweet, it be like, you know, it'd be Memorial Day and be like, oh, you know, thank you to all those who have served and blah, 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 blah. You know, just real, like, I guess you could say uplifting, but, you know, like benign messages, let's just say. This motherfucker is having arguments with fucking God knows who, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, yeah, inflammatory as <laughs> <is>
1: fuck. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, it's 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 absurd to me that there's people that honestly defend it. Like I'm like, what what are you do-? like? Uh, did you hear what Rush Limbaugh said on his show the other day? Oh, no, yesterday. because that
0: guy. I make it a point not to listen to that fucking piece of shit.
2: Cancer well, can't take that fucker fast enough, Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, and I've actually <laughs> said that myself, and somebody said, "Well, that's a horrible thing to say." I was like, "Have you heard the horrible things this piece of garbage has said?" Fuck yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. He he basically on on air was just like, "Yeah, Trump doesn't believe in any of these conspiracies. He's just saying them to stoke the fire. He's adding fuel to the flames because he knows he can." And you're praising him for that? Are what? you kidding me? Yeah. This is what Rush Limbaugh said on his show. <sighs> I was like, why Why is that? Why are you praising that? That's not presidential. The other day, I was looking at Twitter, and I was just like, why, why am I agreeing with Ann Coulter? This is not the world I wanted.
2: <laughs> what timeline are we in now? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, she's not wrong in that aspect. And I will give her a cool point for calling the man on his bullshit.
1: Yeah, she folks. gets one. Josh does give out cool points. <laughs>
0: I
2: do. It's,
1: oh, it's, and I'll man. check him away too.
2: It's, it's fucking wild, man. Like It's, it's really it's, weird.
1: Like... It, like, like I, I agree with you. Like, No president have I ever 100% agreed with. I remember saying to people as soon as Obama was elected in 2008, he's still a politician, y'all. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like,
1: right. Yay, first black president. Great. <clears throat> Not arguing that. That's awesome. He's still a politician. Right. Um, Trust him as far as you can throw him. And, you know, like... I'm all for universal health care. Like Obamacare. care. And I hate using that phrase. Cause technically the first person to say Obamacare was Rush Limbaugh, but then it fucking picked up and kicked off and yeah. Um, but in that regard, um, it wasn't perfect. No. And, yeah. and it needed to be, uh, changed, not obliterated. It needed to be changed. And, uh, What's, what's always funny to me is when people are just like immediately like, ah, you just, you're just a liberal cuck. And I'm like, oh, okay.
2: As soon as somebody says cuck, I'm like, fuck you with your dollar tree insult. Like really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, I'm going to that, use that
1: dollar tree insult. That, that's the best that you funny. got. You fuck
2: cuck. Get the fuck. And same thing with sheeple you know oh, there there are certain there are certain phrases that people you know utter and i'm just like i i don't have time for this i re- <laughs> like i'm i could engage with this person but at the end of the day like really what is it worth the dude the dude uses the word sheeple in a serious manner get the fuck out of here <laughs>
1: yeah uh, yeah uh was there was it um it was uh the guy on your thread that now is blocked you, Josh, that used sheep quite a bit, or called us sheep or whatever, it was it was fucking hilarious. Oh, he, he called
0: me a Nazi and a communist and a socialist and you know whoa 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 like like the- <laughs> all in the same all in the same initial post. These three things don't go together.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I know. That is something that bothers the shit out of me. It's like you can be against socialism, but don't immediately say that it's communism because it's not. Because then you have to go back to seventh grade social studies.
0: Everybody automatically thinks Marxism as soon as they hear the word socialism. They think, oh, well, you're a Marxist. No, <laughs> actually, I'm not.
2: <laughs> Here's why. Oh, it's
1: not the same. Man.
2: It's just but a yeah, wild. Man. It's just wild. Like I don't, you know. I get social media gives everybody a voice, but does everybody like?
1: Oh no! no. Deserve a
2: voice? No, I said this a, th- no, said this a thousand
1: times that like, not no, not everyone deserves a fucking uh, soap, soap box to stand on. It does like some it's... people need to eat the soap in their fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Or put the soap in their box to clean it out because they're all you know
0: jammed up the joke they got sand in in their (laughs) vagina is that what you were going to say basically yeah oh god now hey karen don't at me because i said you got sand in your vagina it's an expression (laughs) it doesn't mean anything
1: she's too busy (laughs) getting angry that she has to wear a did
0: oh yeah did y'all see that did
1: y'all see that oh yeah here we go did y'all see that picture of the um the older woman i want to say she's like in her 50s Who's like super fucking thin? Who decided that wearing a mask to the grocery store decided to become an art piece? And she yes. literally—it's <laughs> so fucking wrong. <laughs> I, I thought it was like it. a Silence
2: of the Lambs takeoff. Like she—like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that Buffalo Bill? Like,
1: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what what she did, Josh? Was she she had um she put the classic like standard. Paper mask that you can get. Like, you get a bunch of them in a pack. The blue ones, if you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Sure. She put one on each ankle, one on each wrist, one over her boobs, one over her, like, vagina. Um, and then uh, one over her eyes and went to the grocery store. Not over her mouth at all, just on those spots I named specifically. Okay.
0: Um. Terrifying. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a, a well, you know, modern art masterpiece. What can I say?
2: Oh, geez. I, thought I, I literally saw those pictures like with no context, just saw the picture through my feed. And I was like, wow, somebody's like doing like a Buffalo Bill cosplay in uh Walmart parking lot right on. That's pretty cool. And then I was like, "What? W- wait, what? What's going on here? Because she's like doing the Buffalo Bill pose, you know, like, I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> like, what? Oh, goodbye horses. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, yeah, all I can hear is a uh,
0: goodbye horse. You know, in <laughs> you at the same, that same time, she I she picture... Looks,
1: I she picture... looks like Buffalo Bob. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, in
0: my head, I'm just seeing Jay from Jay and Silent Bob's track back to the beginning of Clerks 2, and then the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It's probably accurate. Putting chapstick on with his trench coat open and wiener. Yeah. Behind. Oh but I God. do
1: imagine her walking around the grocery store wearing that outfit going, Would you fuck me? I'd God, me. fuck me so hard. <laughs> Just holding a cucumber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man.
2: Speaking it's of so that that sil- stat, can, can Kevin Smith be done? As much as that hurts me to say, that last si- silent that was awful.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed it for what it was, but it wasn't his best work. I mean, <sighs> there were some legit moments where I was laughing my ass off, but it was not his best work, and I admit it. And he'll admit it, you know. And I think it was just a his love letter to his fans that have always stood by him, you know.
2: Yeah, but, but wasn't that Clerks too? Yeah, it was Yeah. yeah. I mean Clerks 2 was like I actually like it it I enjoyed it. It was funny. It you know it it had you know heart at the right point. This last one it was just like I don't know. You know, there was
0: there was a little bit of heart in this one though. Um I think. Um there were some touching moments, like legitimate touching moments. Um Yeah. uh, yeah, I mean it was not as strong as his previous works, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. It doesn't have nearly the amount of rewatch value that was his earlier stuff. Yeah. But Clerks, too, I'll, I'm always going to love that. <clears throat> Hell, my name's in the closing credits of Clerks, too. I yeah, was one, of the, you, one you donated, of the supporters. Right? Yep. Yeah. I was one of the supporters and got my name in the closing credits.
1: Well, he's apparently working on uh, <clears throat> another Clerks, Mall three. Route.
0: Well, the clerks three, uh, Marats two, there was a plan for it, you know, and Stan Lee was going to be a part of it. Sadly, you know, he's not with us anymore for that to happen, but he's he and Jeff Anderson have repaired their relationship and they're going to be working again on clerks three for sure. So that's we'll
1: see if those are any better. I mean, I think, uh, I think you know, you, you, you said it best, Josh, that like, um, this latest movie with uh, James Island Bob was just a, uh, a fuck-around movie, if you will.
0: Oh, yeah. And I, it, he, it's, it's, he, he knows it, too. I mean, he's poking a lot of fun at himself in it, more so than in most films.
1: This doesn't excuse the awful fucking jokes that are in the movie. But no. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I you know I watched it like with I do I do enjoy Kevin Smith you know but I was just like whoa Kev like this this is it's rough this is a lot this is a lot
1: I don't remember you know, I, exactly what we said in the in the review because I know we reviewed it but
2: uh
0: something similar along to what we were saying just now is you know it was there were times where it's just funny as hell there are times that it was touching head head heart and then there were times it was just dumb as fucking all get out which is, you know, kind of standard Kevin Smith. Um, but, you know, it's not Yoga Hosers bad. I've never <laughs> seen that. I've heard that was awful.
1: Dude, uh, if there's
0: one thing I wish he could take back, it would be Yoga Hosers. Oh, I
1: don't wow. Know. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh, I've, I've didn't watched. did he do Jersey Girl? <laughs> Dude, you know what? I enjoyed Jersey
2: Girl. Yeah, I, I, that, that's one that gets a lot of flack. And you want to talk about a movie with, with some heart, you know, that, that definitely has some heart, you know, um, I feel well, like that's of underrated. Like
1: I okay. Like and I'm not saying As... I didn't like it because it's like, oh, it's the nickelback of movies and everyone should hate it. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I didn't like, I think whenever Ben Affleck does like a, uh, a Jersey accent or something to that effect, it always bothers me. Like it just doesn't sound right. Yeah, um, he's, on-
0: he's he's from Massachusetts though, so you know he should just use his mass accent. Because he's enough. got it.
2: Yep. Uh
1: but then the other thing about that movie that I just I just found it so like I hate when movies try to have a really a really big heart to heart moment and it just comes off as dis- disingenuous. And that—that's what that was to me.
2: Okay. So, I don't—I don't okay. think those—I I don't think those are like unfair criticisms or critiques. You know, it's just like when when that came out, it was like the whole J Lo Benifer or whatever the fuck they were called. It was—it you
0: know? was the whole uh, J Lo and Ben thing, and it was that right after Geely fucking came out and the her acting and just, and I'm like. She was in like the first three minutes of the fucking movie, and never again. Why is right. this movie getting shit because of her and him? Right, that was totally unfair to that movie. That movie, I enjoyed it. It had heart, and uh, you know, just seeing George Carlin play this old grandpa that was great. Right, God, I miss George Carlin. But you know, another thing about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot—that one part with Affleck. That, that was touching as shit to me. Like, you know, yeah. he and Affleck had their problems and they patch shit up and you, you essentially see them patching shit up on camera. But at the same time, you know, with the whole parenting perspective and, you know, shit like that hits home for me.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, and I'm not saying the movie was like, God, No, it wasn't God awful, but it, it was. The stuff that was bad was really bad. You know what I mean? And like the it,
0: stuff that was good was pretty damn good. But to offset each other so much, it doesn't leave a very overall positive and strong taste in your mouth mm. for it. It doesn't stand up compared to his prior stuff. It's no
2: chasing Amy for fucking sure. Well, I think that's that's probably his best film. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that, that, you know, I'll still watch that, you know, and I, I know what happens and I know what it's about, but it's like, okay, like, dude, I love that. I think,
1: I do think that Kevin Smith is of, of a time kind of person where you and me and Josh and a few other people have moved past that era of our lives of, of those types of films. Mm. And, uh, but Kevin Smith hasn't really moved past that type of humor. And yeah. as much as we love him and love his, his films, I think that a lot of the stuff that is in that latest movie, um, shirk back
0: mid nineties, very mid thousands. Yeah. So it,
1: it comes off as very cringy because we've evolved our comedy taste past it. Exactly. That being, that being said, he's not completely stuck in the nineties. Cause there are some gags in that movie that are good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also think that we're going to see a lot of that with Clerks 3 and Mallrats 2 and, um, yeah. and whatever else he makes, because that's just something I've noticed personally about a lot of people is that, it, it, and I don't get it personally because I'm not this way, but it seems like the older people get, the more they, they move away from what, what it was like to be a kid. Like, I think a lot of adults... And I'll kind of go on a tangent here, so stay with me for a minute. I think a lot of adults do this thing where they go, I wasn't an idiot when I was a kid. I was this
0: I was so goddamn idiotic.
1: Everyone was. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You're you're not you're kind of dumb as a kid, but also as a kid, you have to remember what it was like to be a kid. So what I mean by that is When you were younger and you listened to a style of music or liked a show or something like that, that was kind of annoying to an adult in the area, um, you thought to yourself, well, that's not fair. Why is the thing that I enjoy suddenly stupid, right? Mm -hmm. And then these adults do the exact same thing they hated as the kid as an adult, completely forgetting forgetting, forgetting what that felt like it fucking it blows my mind it's like and I say this because I see a lot of people do this, but in the same vein of getting stuck in that mindset, so yeah. they do this like everything from my childhood and and stuff that I grew up with is better than what's out now, or vice I, versa and I'm just like I no.
2: mean, I definitely find myself in that pocket, you know, my stepdaughter's seventeen, you know, so she's like you know she basically a a a woman, whatever. And like she'll put music on, we'll be driving around in my truck, or I'll be in her car or whatever, and we'll be driving around in it. like she'll put on this music and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: Please you know tell me I mean? it's
0: not anything like Imagine Dragons or AJR at least.
1: No, no. no, Imagine no Dragons but... is fine. Shut your goddamn mouth. No, 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 they're not. <laughs>
2: and, and, and and so like I got a and i've said stuff before and then i'm like i'm my fucking dad like what the fuck like when did this happen I'm you glad, know i think it, i'm
1: glad that you had that revelation because there's so many fucking people that don't
2: right you know it's like i think this is trash but maybe it's not for me you know it's for exactly. you so so you enjoy it but i don't i don't get it you know uh,
0: you know um we're, we're part of a, uh, large collecting community We're collectors. I mean, we may have mentioned them on this show before. Um, and you know, a lot of us, the big thing that tied us all together is we're a fan of generation one transformers G one transformers from 1984 to 87. And everybody's like, Oh, that show was the best. That show wasn't very good. There were a few good episodes here and there, but for the most part, that show was just a goddamn poorly animated commercial for toys that looked nothing like their on-screen counterparts. (laughs) Right. There are better aspects of the fiction. Prime and Beast Wars being, and animated, being the top three examples.
2: Um, I'm going to throw the IDW comics in that mix.
0: Oh, the IDW comics, I'm sorry, are the best uh, fucking... Uh, medium that has been used for storytelling when it comes to Transformers.
2: That shit was amazing, right? The shit they did with Megatron, holy fuck! Yeah, I mean that all hail Meg- Megatron book is is amazing, you know. And know they, read they that stuff. It, dude, it, it I just,
0: have every bit of it digitally. I can send it to you.
2: It's good, you know. It's, it's very actually- good you know they they're actually dealing with themes other than i'm a car that can turn into a robot guy
0: <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm a bad guy just for the sake of being bad which i like, think
1: that's why i think the, that's why the transformers movies were kind of a failure it was not because the you know whatever was bad about it it was it was literally because that's all that's all they were trying to do with that movie was sell toys <laughs> that
0: was it right <laughs> so now uh what i was saying you know when you talk about how nostalgia affects our uh, how we view things from our childhood and everything, thematically, those new movies—the only one that I find that has a decent story that's even watchable is the new Bumblebee movie. Um, I think the rest of them are very bad. The first Transformers live-action movie was watchable as a popcorn movie, but it's not. Yeah.
1: Good. Well, that's a, and that's exactly what I'm meaning by it. it was. It was very, very much made for, uh, for the idea of selling toys, yeah. like a thousand percent. And to me, that that's why I keep telling people like it actually reminds me of the '80s cartoon a lot. Because to me, the '80s cartoon was like it was an okay story with the idea of selling toys, much like that movie. Yeah, yeah. But as and you like pointed said, out, people have taken it and gone way, way, way more like uh, into the idea of like a good story. So, yeah.
0: It's just there's a lot of things from our childhoods. If we look on them with adult eyes, they're trash.
2: They're <laughs> yeah. terrible.
0: But seven-year-old me didn't give a fuck because it was some of the coolest shit we're seeing. And we're kids, well, mine, Matt's, you know, other parents, they see that. Uh We see the things they're watching, and... The adult side of us says, God, that's awful. But think about what seven-year-old you would think about it. He would probably eat that shit up. And it's okay. It's okay. Now, that doesn't by any means make AJR or Imagine Dragons good fucking music because they're not. Um, Well, they're not, but that's okay. You can still enjoy them. Uh (laughs)
2: Uh, Sorry. No. Uh, See, that's
0: what happens when one of those bands comes on. I was just like, all right, I'm going to take a nap because this is awful.
1: Hilarity. Comedy gold, Josh. Wonderful. No, I just like give
2: her shit about it. You know, like give her shit. You know, and then and then finally, like, I I forget when I just kind of had this, you know, aha moment, like, like wow, you're doing exactly what your folks did and other people, you know, older people did when. You know, you're like, look at this fucking, you know, Metallica album. People are like, ah, you know, the yeah, shit just ain't for me.
1: Yeah. It's, and and I think that's, that's, that's fine. I think saying like out loud, no, this isn't for me. It's not for my age group. It's not for my sensibilities or tastes. And, and that's fine. You enjoy you. I think that's fine. Also, yep. I think teasing is okay too. Whatever. Teasing is teasing. Um, yeah, right. But, uh, I've always said, like, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people out there will sit there and, and, and just say out loud that a lot of their stuff that they enjoyed as a kid is better. Uh, one of my favorite arguments that comes across all the time now with, like, younger millennials or Gen Zers is um, that uh, SpongeBob is the best cartoon of all time. And I'm like, no, it's not it's the longest running cartoon of all time. And it's fine. i inoffensive for the most part, but um, it's not the greatest cartoon (laughs) you can, you can stow that shit right now. Um, And I think there are a few cartoons that do stand the test of time. Um, I think Mm -hmm. uh, eighties is a little harder to do that with uh, because I do not believe that a lot of the eighties cartoons are really that good. Um, There might be a few, but it's, it's, it's escaping me, but people have taken those and gone to great places. Um, Right. The nineties had some, like some stellar cartoons that still are good today. Like um, I think uh, Dexter's lab and um, Powerpuff girls are great examples of that. Um, Those, those are really fun to watch to this day. Uh, Last airbender is a great one. That's from the early two thousands that stands today. Like, there's there's a lot there's there's yeah. quite a bit. Um well, Batman my animated series,
2: yeah. Yes. I think
1: mean, the Superman one stands up today.
0: It was good. The Spider-Man animated series was good from the '90s. Um, for the awesome.
1: most part, I would say. I were... mean, there there were
0: still some bad episodes, but it was still pretty fun. Yeah. Gargoyles, the Gargoyles was phenomenal. Uh, the sure X-Men animated series the X-Men animated series to this day still has the best on screen telling of the dark Phoenix saga.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's not saying
2: much, but (laughs) I agree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just think, I think a lot of people need to take a step back and, and know that their nostalgia isn't, isn't what everybody else's nostalgia is. And to understand that what you enjoyed as a kid, Kind of fucking like my dad's a huge Trekkie. He grew up watching the original show. He yeah. holds that dear in his heart. But when we talk about Star Trek, you go, that show kind of fucking sucks, dad. And he's like, Oh, I know. I know it's bad, um, but I enjoy it. And, and, like, that's, and fine. that's
0: the thing. As long as you can recognize, like one of my absolute, my absolute favorite movie of all time is the crow from 1994. Is it a great yes. movie? Is it a great movie? no but i fucking love it that is my favorite movie ever it has its issues the comic is infinitely better is the comic the best comic ever written no it has its issues but i fucking love it that doesn't mean that it's bad it doesn't mean that it's good it's something i love because it's my favorite doesn't mean it's the best and as long right. as people well, can understand that and not get upset at that when somebody says, really, you dig that? Jesus, that's trash. Well, maybe to you. And that's fine.
1: I also think that starting a conversation, especially on social media with the I don't like it, is probably better than saying it's trash because then that seems insulting.
0: Yeah, I know. And that that that's a that's a phrase that gets thrown around a lot lately in the past few years about mm. things. If you don't like it, it's automatically trash. You know, it's, it's okay to say, yeah, it's not for me.
2: Yeah. I, that's what, that's what I try to do. You know, like the girls love watching a lot of the Disney movies. I, the between the fucking singing and the fucking dancing, I'm good, you know, but like there again, those movies aren't for me. So We have movie night. I sit. I do my due diligence. I'm like, okay, what's going to be my pick? Let's get on some Devil's Reject shit, you know? Um, (laughs) But, you know, and I try to respect that. You know, back in the day, I was like a real, like, kind of music snob. And people would be like, oh, I like this. Fuck you. That's fucking garbage. You should listen to what I listen to. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, you, you mature a little bit, and you're kind of like, okay, well, it, it's not for me. You enjoy it. I'm glad you enjoy it. Cool. I'm not going to listen to an album back cover to cover of it, but, you know, <laughs> do you, baby. Um, now, to be fair, um,
0: our friend Mike Kincaid did make the appropriate video the other day of how to properly listen to Nickelback. Um I posted that on my page. If
2: anybody is interested in watching it, um, yeah. Is that definitely... like Good. Is that like the mean one with the candy corn, where they just throw the candy corn in the trash?
0: No, no. But uh, it's he, he. takes a Bluetooth speaker and sets it on a batting tee at the softball park, and link the Bluetooth <laughs> speaker with your smartphone. Uh, play some. Find a Nickelback song on YouTube. Play it. And then it shows him swinging and knocking the shit out of the Bluetooth speaker and then doing a black bat flip, which is an optional but <laughs> encouraged The bat flip is um, that is the appropriate way to listen to
1: Nickelback. So I, uh, I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because I think, I think it's totally fine to make jokes and to, to kind of tease each other about tastes and whatnot, but it has to be known that it's, a joke, like, I think a lot of people also take really strong offense to that, and it's like, I don't actually hate Nickelback, I just don't, I just really don't like their music. But man, are the jokes hilarious now? Right.
0: In their defense on their early stuff, they would have a good song here and there, but that's
1: debatable, but sure,
0: <laughs> they, they actually had one or two that are good. And shows that they have talent and heart, but it's still Nickelback, you know, and all the other stuff they've done is called uh, phoning it in, cashing it in, and low energy and no passion really uh, uh, overshadows the few things that they do have that shows their capability. Um, But that being said,
2: fuck Nickelback. (laughs) Um, I feel like there are more egregious. Well, I don't understand where the hate for Nickelback. Com- like, I understand where it comes from, but like, have you heard Creed?
1: Right. Oh, that's my that's, yeah, prime like, example. I, think, <laughs> I really Dude. think Creed and Pearl jam are worse than Nickelback, but really? I love Pearl jam. I can't oh. stand the way Eddie Vedder sings, man. Um, Pearl jam. Had,
2: like I, you know, I, I was in high, I was a sophomore in high school when like the whole grunge thing happened. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can listen to some Pearl Jam. Like, he has, they have a couple of good songs that I like, but like overall, I was never a huge fan of them. But I just see all the nickelback hate and I'm like, like Creed, like they, dude, there's,
0: well, that, that first Creed album hit, I bought it because I really liked my own prison and that's the only thing that I'd heard. And there were a couple of really solid tracks on that first album. And then yeah. Scott stat just kind of like, Oh, now I'm going to be me. And then they came out with the second album and I don't even know what they've done afterwards. I was a fan of the rest of the group when they formed Alter bridge. Uh, yeah. they were good, but you know, sadly, oh, Creed man bull, oh. you know, I was, <laughs> I was, i was all about that shit when it first dropped those first few months i was like man this cd is fucking great and there were some really solid tracks for the time going back and listening to them i'd still say there's probably two maybe three solid tracks on that first album but i would never be like yeah i'm gonna jam out to some fucking creed all day
2: today
1: (laughs) i'm gonna put my creed shirt on and yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, like it's it's but, honestly like when whenever I hear a singer doing that, it drives me nuts. Like I, I I can't stand that shit, So Picking on the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm sorry, I'm a big fan of Eddie Vader. I, I really dig Pearl Jam, but I know there are a lot of times shit he says is unintelligible, and I get it. And they've got <laughs> some great fucking tracks. They've also got some dog shit tracks. And that's true of just about any band. Yeah, they have some yeah. great songs, and they have some. They're like, "Oh, really? I wish you hadn't have put that down." Yeah,
1: um, I, I, again, I said time and time again. Like nostalgia is a hell of a drug because yeah, you 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 remember every good little thing about the this band that you really like, but you you just don't you don't want to concentrate or remember the the stuff that. Um, the stuff wasn't. that's bad, like you want to, you want to really concentrate on the good times with that music. Like, honestly, name another song Papa Roach did other than the Infest,
0: uh, yeah, the big one, uh, a good one. I can't, but <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. La- uh, last last year, they put out one of the worst albums out last year, of twenty nineteen. I didn't even
1: know they put an album out last year.
0: Wow. They did, yeah, the, and it was one of the worst
1: that came out. Uh, I think. I think my 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 bad. biggest <laughs> my biggest point about that is like when you when you the older you get, the more your tastes change, and yeah, um, you can go back and say like, oh, I love this thing, but please have the recognition that maybe that thing you like is also kind of shitty. Um, oh, hey, okay, I'm a, a like huge
0: fan. Things. I'm a huge fan of Corn, and I know you're not. Korn has, <laughs> Korn has some great fucking tracks that still hold up from their early days, but there's also some from their early days that are absolutely terrible. Prime example being All in the Family with Fred Durst. That one's awful. But I would say their fucking, first three
2: albums are pretty decent. Hell,
0: their first five. Uh, were really solid, and then head left the band mm-hmm. and they got weird, and then head chained back to the band and they got good again uh, so uh, yeah. uh
1: funny side funny story uh, my dad and I would do trivia while we 're door dashing in the car uh there 's an app called drive time where they do like three seven question trivia um, like themed trivia things every day um, well every weekday I should say and uh, there was what like every Tuesday they do music uh, trivia. Which my dad absolutely fucking hates. And there was a question about, there was a question about corn that I immediately knew. Um, and my dad's like, how did you know that? And I was like, 90s kid. That's all I said. I was just like, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that. Like, he, the other thing is like, he, he's also just listens to music. He doesn't give a shit about the band name. He doesn't give a shit about the, the people in the band. He doesn't give a shit about any of the details. He's just like, does it sound good? Great like that's it and he he'll sometimes remember the name of the band just to look up the song later mm-hmm. but i remember like he tells me the story all the time that when he was uh when queen was a was a thing and they would get the 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 um the records and they'd play it and uh like one of his friends was like did you know that the late singer's gay ew and he's just like i don't care <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, like, that, that uh, okay. it doesn't
0: matter because they made some incredible songs that still enjoy a huge fan base today, and I'm sorry, under pressure with David Bowie is still one of the best songs ever, yeah yeah, yeah. ever yeah. Okay. Just, you yeah, got absolutely. those two guys you got those two guys coming together, holy fuck,
1: yeah, it's really fucking funny, like the stories that he tells me about his childhood are always hilarious, but when it comes to music, he's just like. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, it, I asked a question the other day. I started a song. I don't remember what the name of the song was, but it was Alicia Keys, and I immediately recognized it. And he's like, "I don't even know who the fuck that was, Greg. Who was who Alicia Keys?" I was like, <laughs> "An artist. <laughs> <laughs> the person who just sang you that song." <laughs> well, the other thing that's worse about Drive Time is that for the music stuff, they always have like karaoke-ish versions of the song. So the, to fight, oh, so Ray, it's not the original. Oh they're always terrible. God, they don't get the music uh uh measuring just right. So something's always off, like really badly off about each song and I'm just like fuck and kill me.
2: So that's what Mash Mouth awesome. is doing these days.
0: <laughs> oh Well, they did do that progressive commercial recently too.
1: Kudos, kudos to two to two groups of people to well, one person, another group, another group, who took the idea of them being a meme and ran with it. And that's Smash Mouth and Guy Fieri. Like kudos to them for that shit. They were like, "Oh, we're you the joke of the internet." All right. You know, as as easy and as kind
2: of uh, punchable Guy Fieri is like he actually seems like a decent dude. You know what I mean? Like oh, I yeah. y- you see a lot um my brothers in the restaurant business, so that like by default kind of makes me in the restaurant business. So I pay attention to kind of what and he get during this whole bullshit, he gave he raised a shitload of money
0: for for you know a million of, at least. I can't remember the yeah, exact yeah, amount.
2: For people, you know, people that you know, for weight staff. And the thing is, people are like, well, you can get unemployment. Yeah. Wait staff in Massachusetts make $3 an hour. And Dude,
0: then it's $2.15 $2. an hour in Virginia still, plus tips for weight staff. Like their paychecks. So, you know, you'd be lucky. They'd be lucky to see $80 on a paycheck for right. two weeks.
2: Right. So, so yeah, if that's... they go on unemployment, they're getting like $40 a week if they're lucky. And that's if they're so, extremely lucky. So Guy it, it, Fieri, that, you, you know, he, he you raised all about this him. money. He did a great thing, yeah. You know, and it, it, it's not the first instance of it, you know. It, it's so easy to make fun of these guys. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's kind of like one of those little blow-up punching bags you had as a kid. You know, you can just oh, battle the shit out of it. Yeah, and it bounces back up. Me and my brother had one of
0: those. We had one of those, you know, and the bottom was weighted with sand. And it was like five pounds of fucking sand in the bottom. We would just deflate it and just, you know, swing that sand and hit each other in the face with it. We were pissed. (laughs) Just knock a shit out of
2: each other with those fucking inflatable clowns. Not how it was intended. But, you know... He's he's super easy to make fun of. He's he, like I said, he's like a punching bag. But you know, here's this dude doing good shit. You know, and exactly like I was all about making fun of Guy Fieri. Now I now I'm like, oh, you know what? Like I'm i I I just I lost my I, the taste of Guy Fieri blood is soured in my mouth. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, it, it does. I mean, it's. It's also the idea that a meme has a shelf life. and I think when you hmm. talk about somebody for too long, you're like, oh, okay, this is done. And I think that's kind of where the Guy Fieri memes come from in that regard. Yeah. 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 But, or making him the punching bag, at least.
2: The meme I'm glad is that's gone is the lady with the cat. Oh, man. I love that one. The lady with the cat. Don't... Oh.
0: The the two Some screaming of the- girls and pointing at the cat and the cat sitting at the dinner
2: plate.
1: Oh yes, okay, 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 okay.
2: And it was always like you know, no, Karen. Smash Mouth is a good band, or wh- whatever it was. It, it it they were funny at first, and then they just kind of. It's like okay, when's it, when's the next one? And then Tiger King came around
0: and dethroned it, and now you don't see enough Tiger King memes anymore. I'm sorry, but for about two weeks, that was the greatest thing on the internet—the Tiger King memes. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: well, I hate to do this to you guys, but we do have to wrap it up because I do have to get going in a minute.
0: Um, uh, you're good. I need to eat some breakfast. It's fucking. It's 15 after one. I'm I've not eaten anything since about eight o'clock last night. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, as as far as I know, guys, we're gonna keep the keep this motif going i know that josh has moved in and things have settled down over here but i just uh i think i think pressuring us to watch two shows is is a little much at the moment so well i do
0: know that dark season the third and final season of dark drops june 27th we're reviewing that if we've not reviewed anything prior to that we're definitely going to review that because that show is
1: amazing I hope that we're reviewing things before that, but we'll see. But
0: yeah, as for right now, not anything for next week. So we're just going to go in and inhibit it
2: again. Yep. I think you guys need to check out operation Odessa. It's on Netflix. Okay. Netflix. It's a, so unlike a lot of the documentaries that have been coming out as of late, it's like two hours, hour and a half. It tells a story and it's fucking fascinating. Awesome. I'll just throw that out there. You know, okay. Um, some of yeah, these document I think the doc there. the uh multi part documentaries, I think they're kind of go they should go the way of the dodo. Um but yeah
1: well, operational you know, desktop.
0: It, it depends it depends on the documentary. Some of them, you know, there's a lot of stuff there that does warrant a multi parter. And then some that get the multi-part treatment, it could have been done in two hours. Why make it four? Why make it six? You know, right. and I'd say a lot of the time it's just because they've got thousands of hours of footage and they want to try to stretch it out. into something worthwhile, but many times it's not uh, yeah. a few cases, few examples of them being great. Um, when they could have been shortened you know for the most part the two hours is plenty right
2: i tried yeah that. man i watched that mc the mcdonald's one the the which was a fascinating it was a fascinating story but it was like you could have done this in a it two hour out, kind of. yeah
0: it, it started out i didn't even finish it i got to the end of the third episode and i was like i'm done i don't need to watch anymore huh <sighs> First two, I was really intrigued by the third one. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's, yeah, I'm done. done.
1: I, I think a lot of people finished. Like, I think the reason that they're still really popular is a lot of people love watching things that are out of control that aren't even involving them. They love watching a good train wreck, and oh, and I love nine. a good
0: train wreck, and that's what Tiger King was. It was a glorious fucking train wreck.
2: <laughs> 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 well, we 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 watched that. It was like we'd watch. Th- We started watching it. My girl was kind of like, what the fuck is this? You know, like fucking fat asshole picked another dumb thing to watch while we're trying to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then it's like one thing happens. You're like, whoa. And then you're like, whoa. And it's just like, it it, it just kept ramping up. It's its it's, Floridian nature.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, God damn, get the popcorn. I can't stop
1: i think i i I, I watched it or continued while i for the podcast but also for the sake of just like it was like i'm sorry what the fuck and then you watch the next episode. (laughs) you want to know what the they're talking about yeah
2: like we were looking at each other like what you know like and then her, her husband went missing and it's like what
0: yeah. I'm sorry, but that the, her current husband. He looks like the kind of dude that folds his clothes up neatly and sets them in a little stack before he has sex. He just he does He looks like the kind of
1: guy that apologizes for having sex after having asked to have sex.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway, we gotta. We gotta. I wanna do the outro and whatnot, so I can uh, get ready for work. And all,
0: you know, right, all, all right. right. Well, but hey. Yeah, guys,
1: this was a lot of fun. Uh, got my yeah, mind off of I- some bullshit, so that's good
0: Good, good good. Yeah, I've, I've, I've enjoyed my stuff uh, Hopefully, yeah. Matt, you've enjoyed yourself
2: I've- No, yeah. I always have a blast with you guys And, you know, I listen every week And I'm not mad at you, Greg That I, you would think I would yell at you guys for not reviewing I get it um, <laughs> But, uh, no, you guys I are just, doing I- a great job and And you're finding your groove I just have this I have this weird
1: I have this weird feeling that like there's some people listening to the podcast just going, they're gonna review things soon, or so I'm just like I just want to let people know like the world uh, is in a shit place right now and so are our our mental states. So we gotta kinda get those in line before we're ready to do something that's not as therapeutic as just discussing shit for an hour and a half. (laughs)
0: Right. But, Right. uh, But hey, the best way to keep up with finding out how we're gonna review things again when is to follow us on all of our social media accounts, which are linked down below in this episode description, along with our Discord server where you can join and talk to us because we're always available on Discord. And if you want to buy yourself a cool shirt, you can head on over to our merch store and do so. Coffee cup, throw a blanket, anything. Uh, but yeah, uh, artist friends that happen to be listening, hit me up. I want to talk about some new character designs, you know, potential new uh designs you know incorporating the logo and everything we'll get to that but as for uh me myself if you want to check out anything else I'm on uh if you want to follow me on Facebook you can do so Twitter and Instagram are linked to that public profile uh I take part in the realm of collectors Facebook group great community of wonderful people like my friend Matt here who's just a hell of a guy Uh, As for other shows you can hear me on On the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel Every week Uh, Well every other Wednesday at 9.30pm Eastern I'm on a show called Figure Banging And then every Friday at 9pm Eastern on MPSP Theater Uh, That's me, hey Matt Where can they find
2: you at? Anybody that's curious So I'm on Facebook as Matt Hurd, H-U-R-D If you're so inclined I'm also on a bi podcast it's more of uh more like this kind of vibe where it's just some friends hanging out it's called mm-hmm. one too many podcasts you can check that out that's on spotify youtube pretty much wherever you get your podcast fix um and that's pretty much where i'm at awesome
1: hey great what about you greg everywhere it's chub rock geek everywhere uh Except for Facebook. Facebook is Greg Dietz, but if you go there, apparently you're just going to be stepping on a landmine. Jesus <laughs> That's um, how
0: I lost my leg, you
1: know. Uh, but on uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter, Facebook, or sorry, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch, TikTok, whatever social media oh, place you, you can a, think of. you have a TikTok, Greg? I do have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the TikTok. I'm not promoting TikTok, it anymore but. like I was, but <laughs> he's he's on it. Do you sing and dance? No, because I'm not a fourteen-year-old. Oh. <laughs> he he rolls <laughs> slim
0: jips. Uh, he rolls slim jims up in pancakes and thinks that it might be a good treat.
1: It was an entertaining video. <laughs> Check your out. Um. <laughs> no TikTok TikTok gets a lot of because it's like oh a lot of young kids on there are just doing bullshit but there's a lot of very funny people that have been using it lately and it's oh,
0: absolutely
1: absolutely hilarious like I I do recommend going there and like sifting through some of the shit but make sure you hit like on the videos that actually make you laugh because then TikTok's algorithm gives you stuff that you might find funny um okay. or entertaining uh it, its algorithm actually works really well in my opinion but um. Apparently there is like a lot of people that are just like, "Oh, the algorithm is only pointed to like young attractive people." And I'm like, "I don't know what fucking algorithm you guys are getting, but mine's not that." <laughs> I get fucking dudes <laughs> with big ass beards and 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 no makeup. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um <laughs> but um Yeah, I was I was thinking about uh uh the, the, the Twitch angle because we haven't streamed in a long time and I'm still kind of not in the mood to but, but however go follow uh, twitch.tv slash um I'm still friends with those people and uh, Michelle is, like has done some uh, Animal Crossing streams as of like for a while now and about a month ago I want to say I did like a game show sort of thing in inside Animal Crossing to win the in-game currency and I currently I have. have much of that uh, the, the trivia questions written up Um, And I know that we're going to try to stream that soon I don't know what date But if you follow me on Twitter And on and follow that Twitch channel You'll be able to know when that's live um, If you didn't catch it live I'm probably going to get the VOD of it And put it up on my YouTube channel Which is, well, also Chubb Rock Week so. Branding That's what that is uh, Make a move. That's it, guys. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go get ready for work, and you guys do your thing today. But mm-hmm. do me a favor, and look in the mirror and say, "I'm worth it. People like me. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> the entire." <laughs>
0: I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it,
1: people like me. There you go, thank you. (laughs) I couldn't remember it, but yeah, super small, that's what I was thinking. That was the joke I was going for. Anyway, guys. It landed.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to say how it landed, but it landed.
1: Well, thank you for joining us
2: (laughs) No, absolutely, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. The original guest I had lined up couldn't make it uh they had to work today and i was like "Ooh, last minute request i wonder if i got anybody matt's like i'm in i'm like fuck yeah
1: <laughs> i know I I, right. I I i kind of feel bad a little bit because i made fun of russ
0: oh no that's okay russ is used to that because we all make fun of russ russ is used to it russ's own wife makes fun of russ
1: I mean, let's be honest. It's it's more so what I said that I feel bad about than that it is making oh, yeah, fun yeah. for us.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Seems like no, a Russ fucking is, deep insult. Russ is fucking awesome though. So he's 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 he a he's a, a great insult. dude. Yeah, he is.
2: He's a great he's a great guy, but he's that guy. He's the uh, the hipster nerd. So if everybody loves something, he automatically his hat will oh, yeah. that's,
0: that's it doesn't. It doesn't do him a service either
1: with that label
0: that he wears a fucking fedora. Oh my god!
1: That's the other thing about nostalgia that always makes me laugh is the people who were in high school who are like, "I don't like it because it's popular," are now like, they don't have the nostalgia for the things that were popular, so their nostalgia is even more nuanced. I'm like that, suck. Because no one yeah. gives a shit about your franchise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All well, right. I wonder
2: how many katanas Russ has. I don't know. I don't. I am going to ask him. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna ask I am going to. I You know what? I could probably tell you. I have. And then asked him
1: if asked him if one of them is signed by Randy Jackson.
0: Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ!
1: By the way, speaking of that joke, I had a hard laugh when I went to Comic Con one year because a dude was was all, all decked out in Star Trek gear and he had a tricorder. And uh, I saw that it had a signature on it, and I said, "Oh, who signed your tricorder?" And uh, his answer, and I shit you not, was uh, Summer Glau from uh, from Firefly.
0: From Serenity and Firefly.
1: Yeah, and I <laughs> went, I went, I just kind of cool, man. And then as I got off the escalator, look at my friend. I was like, "Well, you're not gonna not get Randy Jackson's autograph."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Hell <laughs> <make me> laugh. <laughs> All right, I guess it's sci-fi, so whatever. <laughs> yeah Um. all right guys well thank you again for listening we love you stay safe and we'll see you next time
0: take care everybody be safe people